Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. chopping at the bit you have a big excursion this next weekend planned and i wish you best of luck and that you return in in one piece from your your wild bachelor party but uh between now and then um we we have an important topic to discuss and and actually max i might kick it to you here to start off because you and i received a text message this morning and it had a very curious item in it it did it had a a chrome extension i believe they're called that is what they're called um it's something you can add on to your internet browser to automatically do things while you're surfing the web and this one in particular did it correct millennials to snake people did it what did it correct millennials to snake people (laughs) well i already have that one um (laughs) no it uh it apparently um my understanding was it, it takes uh recipe urls and gives you just the recipe as opposed to the um the you know 600 words of commentary before and in the middle and after <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say well, well aren't they all just recipes isn't that the whole point <laughs> you've never been on any website that has recipes uh yeah i mean i so i think i think off the bat sean um our website which is www.prettyokpod.com yeah uh we have (laughs) this is something that we have been aware of for a while because occasionally we do recipes and what was one of the things i said when when we started doing the recipes that was very important to me i will read you uh, even better i will just read you the blurb that we put at the beginning of all of our recipes yeah most recipe blogs have a tendency to ramble on for hundreds of words before you even sniff an actual recipe Occasionally, there's interesting stuff there, but most of the time, it's an excuse to jam in an explanation of why you just have to make your own yellow curry paste, or to discuss your obsession with William Sonoma Collection French. Don't get us wrong, we're still using way too many words here, but since this isn't actually a recipe blog, we're going to do something different recipe first. If you want to stick around and read our ramblings after that, more power to you. If not, you're free to go enjoy your food, we promise. Yeah. I mean, it, to to use something from somewhere else, uh, business in the front, party in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, that's that's kind of our approach. And it, I, I think you used a keyword there. Uh, we're not necessarily talking about the Food Network site, um, but I don't think people are – well, they are. But people aren't necessarily gravitating there for recipes anymore. They're They're going to a blog. And I think that a blog is a very particular thing and is is the kind of the origination of this. But at the same time, you want to say that you got your recipe from the kitchen or uh, I don't know. What's a what's another place that you've gone, Max, that has a lot of, uh, you know, 
words and words and words and words. Um, I, I, Food 52 doesn't have that many, but they definitely have they'll have more article, than I want. They'll have articles where they go over, like... A lot of these have made recipes almost these concepts, where it's like, let me give yeah. you a personal history of this recipe. Or even the actual history, which can be fascinating. But yeah. um, it's often... You get this historical perspective on the recipe that may or may not be at the bottom of the scroll. And I'm not actually sure. I didn't. I should try the extension because it may not even just remove. I mean, we're mostly talking, I think, about the, the commentary here. The um, like, oh, I learned this recipe for my great aunt Sheila. But um, there's another thing it might remove. Is I, I know some recipe websites have like the ingredients up front and then tons of ads of like this item is on sale near you, and it's almost uh... impossible. To like, you can't even get the page to show you all the ingredients in one page because it just takes up so huh. much space to tell you that the that that the canned tomatoes are on sale at Whole Foods. It's it's insane. It's I've actually totally never unusual. seen that. I'm I'm fascinated and horrified by that information. It's really not good. It's it's not good. I actually think that all recipes, which is a more to the point recipe thing, uh, recipe website, um, they have that connection with they'll they'll take your location and and tell you what's on sale immediately. It's not. Huh. It's not so. Uh, it, it's not necessarily in the way and very ad, uh, overly addy, if that can be used as a term. Um, but it definitely tells you that. Oh, you want to see where it's cheap by you? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of creepy in that way. But I, I mean, I, I think I deal. I run into this more because I'm on maybe food blogs and food websites more often than youtube but i'm curious sean if if you i think it would you particularly you would be just irritated by this because it is a it is a snack people thing for sure so i'm i'm actually i we mentioned earlier today that we were going to talk about this and and so i've been thinking about the recipes that i find online a lot today and i think i'm actually kind of of two minds about this i think it's really situation dependent because I, you know, uh, there's a huge difference based on where you're getting these things. Because I, you know, we've talked about the Anthony Bourdain cookbook, Appetites. And I think we both really enjoyed that. And the thing that I enjoyed the most was not really the recipes. Because I've read, you know, I've read the book, but I've, I've only made, you know, a couple of the things. But I I really loved the the book aspect of it, and and so you know I, I am I am similarly horrified by the the snack people. Um, you know, I, I don't want to read about a, a dinner party that I wasn't invited to from you know just some jamoke who happens to have a food blog. But you know when when someone is like an interesting person and also, you know, I, I guess maybe when someone is kind of established as a, as a figure, you know, I, I actually don't know that I mind a little bit of commentary. I like, you know, I think I get probably, I get more of the recipes that languish in my, uh, in my database unprepared from Bon Appetit than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, they they don't ramble with recipes, you know, but it, it's a magazine and it's, it's meant to be, it's meant to be a, a journalistic entity as well as a collection of recipes. So I kind of enjoy that at the same time, you know, I probably spend more time on munchies than either of you and munchies is very, 
uh, is very video centric because it's connected to Vice and a lot of their, you know, a lot of their stuff is is kind of products for YouTube or for uh, various food shows on on Viceland, uh, some of which we've talked about before. But they also they have recipes on their site, and their recipes are totally just right down to business. This is the recipe. Yeah, I, I'm fascinated so, by that because so I wouldn't Appetit expect Vice is, to do that. Yeah, I think Bon Appetit is a is a good example because they are they are ultimately a magazine too, and they do a lot of video. I I really enjoy their um, you know there are things like their city guides that they do um, via Instagram. I, I view their Instagram a lot, mm-hmm. and they'll do show great making recipes, and they obviously have the magazine too. I think that there is. They they also now have their site basically, which is a really yeah. great. Um, if you go look at videos for that, they'll have like six or seven videos, and it shows each step of a recipe, and they have a really good display of the recipes. And I think them creating that in a lot of ways speaks to the fact that a lot of people do want their recipes really simply, and instead of telling me about like you know, why these are the five best spring vegetables that are underrated and then how that transitions into the recipe. Just show me how you're slicing those spring vegetables so I can so I can make this recipe correctly as opposed to, you know, seeing the recipe at the bottom of the page and thinking, okay, when when they say sliced, they don't mean diced and are they sure and am I sure they don't want them quartered? You know, actually show it to me. So I think that that's a good innovation, and it speaks to that there are a couple different um, views at this point. Uh, but I, I think I think one thing that maybe we haven't touched on yet, and is the the thing that irritates me, is this line between hyping up the recipe and then hyping up how the recipe will will affect your life, like this mm. hyperbole of this will change you. Here's how it changed me. Oh, and by the way, it was the same day that you know, I got my new puppy, you know, where it, exactly. where it goes from recipe to lifestyle blog. If I'm going to latch onto a recipe, it's going to be about like what, you know, what's going into it and what I think the, the food, you know, the meal byproduct is going to be not, yeah. not someone's connection to William Sonoma French. Yeah. Um, I mean, pull me in with a, with a catchy, uh, you know, headline or something about the recipe, which is like, you know, four cheese Mexican explosion uh, mac and cheese. I, I mean, that will draw me in. That will catch my attention. But let's get down to business and see what those four cheeses are and tell me about this explosion. Did you crumple up – did you uh, cream, whatever, crush up Takis and put them in there? Is that what you did? <laughs> I, I'm curious. I don't really – I don't necessarily, if I'm just, this other thing, I find a lot of these recipes just by Googling. So I'm not necessarily going to this tried and true person like out in, you know, Oklahoma that I knew has, has really good takes on, you know, how to use brisket properly. I'm just looking for a, a, I have these six ingredients. How can I make something with that? And I think Um, you've hit on the key, the, the crux of this whole thing is what is your purpose as a person who is taking in these recipes? Cause I know I want to know where Anthony Bourdain got his recipes from. Yeah. I I'm, I'm very fascinated by that because yeah. he's a, you know, he's a famous man who is famous essentially for being incredibly interesting and, and having a rich life full of 
travel and cultural experience. So, so you saw I want to know those things. Like bon vivant, right? A, a bon vivant. Yes, one of Maybe those was pronounced correctly. A, a raconteur. Uh, he, you might say that. Um, and in my favorite episode of uh, Parts Unknown, he uses those terms to describe the guys who run Joe Beef in Montreal. Um, but if I'm scrolling through a Google search results page, trying to find something to make for dinner tonight so I can go to the grocery store and buy stuff and make dinner. Like I don't, I don't want that extra stuff because that's not what I'm there for. My purpose, my purpose as the person who is consuming this recipe is I need to know, is this something that interests me? What do I need to get to make it happen? Yeah, and and I think that, I don't know, if Max, if you have anyone like this, but uh, I think we are more invested in, in Anthony Bourdain, certainly. Uh, I, I did not partake of the Action Bronson cookbook, but I think a lot of, you know, maybe you're interested in that given your munchies affinity, Sean, but... That's not to say I wouldn't be, you know, interested in in the lives of the pioneer woman. I just when I'm looking for recipes, I'm not necessarily thinking, "Oh, this person represents a type of recipe I want." I'm thinking, um, I just need that stuff to get from point A to point B. It just so happens that Anthony Bourdain produced a cookbook that you and I have both purchased, Sean. But a cookbook, I think, is a very different circumstance. You're right. If I'm making a recipe out of there. I am taking the time to like, uh, you know, really think about what I'm buying. And I might say, okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and buy the Meyer lemon for this. The rest of the time, don't if don't have those Meyer lemons up in the recipe if I'm trying to get one quick because I'm not buying the Meyer lemons. Let me tell you, I will not do that. <laughs> but yeah, and that's I realized when I mentioned appetites earlier that that it's another it's another version of the what is your purpose because yeah. I'm buying like I'm buying a book and yeah. you know as much as I'm buying a collection of recipes it's you know it, it's a, a thing to read it is to some extent it's a piece of decoration for my home um, and and Frank like even if I never make another recipe out of appetites again um, which like wouldn't be out of the question because it seems like a lot of the stuff is meant for uh kind of like entertaining and stuff. I, I don't think I would feel like I hadn't gotten, you know, an appropriate amount of value out of that book because I thoroughly enjoyed reading it. Yeah. Um, whereas if I go, I, there's something ironic in that, that it's a, it's a, he said it's a book of like things that like comforting foods that he makes around his, his family. Yeah. And that you say they're for entertaining. Well, sorry, I'm well, thinking I'm I'm actually thinking primarily there's a chapter on entertaining. Oh yeah, but I was just also thinking that he's he's home so infrequently uh that, Oh yeah, that, that's yeah, a good point. It too. probably it's it's as limited as like some of the entertainment meals that you make. It's all entertainment if the only time the family is together. But like if I wind up on a site called blue-kitchen.com um I'm pro- I want to be there because I want this recipe not because I want to read about William Sonoma French. That's where that that piece of our little disclaimer comes from. Um, there's like a, a 
leek recipe on bluekitchen.com. Um, so you mentioned a blog. We've, yeah. we've both mentioned a blog. A- and I-, I get the sense that you you have probably thought about this. You've branched out from recipes and, and food blogs to, to considering this this stuff, this injection of the personal into yeah. other blogs. Is that right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, I, I have thought about it and I know that there are there are a lot of people that that I read and I start reading them and I become curious about they'll they'll inflect their lives a little bit in whatever they're writing and I I become interested and invested in that and it might be someone like, you know, uh Shea Serrano, for instance, like I'm, I'm interested in in what what happens in his life. His his family life seems to be a, a very curious and and funny one, um, and that's someone we mentioned before. And, and I'm I want to know what's going on, and it certainly affects his his work and and everything. Or you know, when he was a school teacher and and things like that. And I feel like in this discussion, we're kind of we're criticizing these recipes that that do the same kind of inflection. Now, it seems like if I'm just um, looking at at the number of words on the page and what I think they're about, because I'm scrolling down to look at the bottom, I think, oh, they're spending too much time on their lives. But in a way, I think it's it's maybe unfair for me to say that because I've I've talked about this before, and I do try to think about this, which is if I'm in this this creator space artist um uh restaurateur you know uh chef whatever the case may be um if i'm in their space i should try i should try it on i should try the space as they've presented it and what i'm saying right here is no no i reject the way you present your space out of hand um give me the all recipes site give me the food network type site that's what i prefer but maybe I should be pausing and, and thinking about, oh, you know, how, how did this come about in their life? What were they inspired by? Um, you know, what was going on in their life? What was the weather like that made them want to cook this this beef stew at this particular time? Who did they meet at, at the farmer's market that, that made this come to mind? It might make me enjoy the recipe more. What, what you know, Sean, you've mentioned, and I feel the same, and, and Max, I, I think it's something you deal with too with recipes is I think that I am too busy and don't have enough time to sit down and, I don't know, make a connection with with what I'm making. And if that's when it goes from food blog or or, or recipe blog to lifestyle blog, well, I don't eat just for utility. I eat also for enjoyment a little bit. And who am I to deny these people for writing about how this food made them enjoy life more, and they want mm-hmm. to share it with me. Yeah. I, I would say I think that some of the comments on a recipe could be appreciated if they're related to the recipe, but I think it all comes back to what Sean was saying about like what I'm looking for when I search recipes. And it's always in the same scenario, is that I just got home from work, and I need to go to the grocery store and get ingredients and make dinner, and I'm just trying to find a recipe. And it kind of reminds me of one of my least favorite things on the internet which is when I'm looking for um, a video of something on YouTube 
Mm-hmm. Maybe like a highlight from a sports ball game or a clip from a movie. And you think you found it. The headline suggests that you found it. And it's just some fucking jamoke talking about it. Yeah. it there's nothing worse than that. <laughs> there, there really isn't. It's some comment, commentator, commenter, or whatever, on the internet. Reaction. Yeah, and, and some vid. people are paying attention to him, apparently, talking about... You know, no, I wanted to see the dunk. I didn't want to just so, watch you talk about so the dunk that, for fifteen minutes. It, it's the worst. Is that mm-hmm. is that is that different though? If you if you type in on Google, you know, uh, chicken breast oven recipe or something, yeah. you're gonna get a chicken breast oven recipe. If you type in uh, uh, Gronk catches touchdown pass in game, so again, something specific. Mm-hmm. I'd say similar specific. You're. It's not like you go to the chicken breast website and they are you don't get the recipe. You're at least getting the recipe. I think with what you're talking about, you don't even get the recipe. I don't maybe they have the actual video or clip like halfway through their comment ting, but I, I don't know. I immediately click out and I get mad and and try to find just what I was looking for. Hmm. No, I, I, I see what you mean, which is you you want you want a very specific thing, and that's why you have the Chrome extension. Instant gratification. I don't have the Chrome extension now. Yeah. This is why it exists, yeah. and I might try and, it. <laughs> and I think, and I think I'm think, i sure we've we've come to talk about instant gratification on here before, which is this this impatience, and now we've, we've mm-hmm. uh, as, as, a, as a group, uh, and a very privileged group that we, we are, we, we've told us, yeah. no, we don't have time for anything but this gratification. Right. I work too hard not to get exactly yeah, I what just, I want. I could just I skip wanted. the whole thing and just have Blue Apron deliver the ingredients that I need in yeah. tiny little convenient bags I mean, if I you want to take to the landfill, and I don't even need to go on the internet for recipes. Yeah, if so. you want to take out the discovery and the, the, the challenge and everything else, I mean... I, because it's something that I can, you know, point to, uh, I've I've made so many terrible loaves of bread, but that's what makes the good loaves worth it. That's what makes figuring out that my oven is shit worth it and trying out different ovens and getting it right is is the discovery and the um, self-reference points that go into that. Now, I am not writing a blog about that because I do the exact same thing every week. But, you know, I, if, if someone goes on, if Pinch of Yum is telling me about how tried this recipe 18... Pinch of Yum? Pinch of, pinch of Yum is, is, is very good. And, it's going to uh, be easier for all of us if we just gloss over this. Yeah, it's just... Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the point is, is that that is what makes people connected to food. But there are also times when the only connection you want to food is getting it on the table as, as soon as possible. Um, but... I don't know. I just if I'm going to their site, I should respect. It feels their a little work. bit disingenuous to allow a Chrome extension to essentially remove the artist's context from the art, which is yeah. almost what it is. If you consider a recipe or, or, a, or a meal a piece of art, it'd be like having looking at a painting, and then if there's like a little blurb underneath, just be like, no, I don't, I don't want that. Or on to the next painting. Or, I don't want that at all. Or, or <laughs> if it, it like automatically that. photoshopped like impressionist work, so you could, it was clear. It's like that's the, yeah. the point is the the right. you know everything else that's going on. But if too. I'm just looking for like a nice computer background, I may not want the blurb. I may yeah. just want, this one looks good. Put it on there. I'm good to go. That's it. So yeah, I mean, it does feel a little bit like you know you don't want to take that away from them. Um, but that's what you know you're partially getting that from from finding your recipes from a. A blog. It's not necessarily a recipe website or a recipe database. Yeah. 
All right. Um, does anybody have any final thoughts on this? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's really it's really easy for me to dis to dismiss anything that's a blog and say like it's 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 self uh, it's self congratulatory and self important, but there are a lot of people who put a lot of stock and invest a lot in the people that put together these blogs um, in the same way that other journalists and people like that, uh, you know, we, we come to admire so much. And, and so I, I should be more respectful of that. I'm not going to install the Chrome extension. <laughs> um, that's not why. I, I'm not installing the Chrome extension mostly because I think that it in and of itself is like I can scroll through, but also, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll read through the whole 750 words huh. at the front, um, and I'll party with them, and so I get really excited for the recipe. Yeah, I, I would say that I I sometimes go to food blogs specifically to read that kind of stuff, but I like when it's separated. Here's the recipes. Here's the blog. Um, if anyone out there writes food blogs, my one tip for me at least is if there's no pictures, I'm not I'm not trying your recipe. So that's way more important to me than than whatever you wrote about it. So Just give me a good picture of the food. So so what you're saying is that we should alter our uh, the way we do it on our website a little bit. Oh, am I? Well, well, so we well, we use we'll a just, picture, we'll, but it's not pictures of the recipe being made. Yeah, it's better pictures in in some ways. <laughs> you know my my general feeling on pictures though is that like uh you know i'll go to events and you'll see the person who takes the the flash the flash photo and it just makes me realize again it's like you know if you don't take a picture at an event then you can tell a way better story later because you don't have anything that that holds yeah. you accountable but then like how do you even know if you were there all right i'm ready to move on yeah, I think that's probably fair. <clears throat> All right, if you have something you'd like to add to this discussion of recipes and food blogs and whatnot, come check us out on Facebook or Twitter at PrettyOKPod and let us know what you think. All right, moving along. It is time, as it is every week, for that glorious segment where Pierce rids himself of Another one of the nagging demons in his life. It's Pierce is sorry. What are you apologizing for this week? So last, I think it was, uh, maybe it was Monday. It was either Monday or Wednesday. But I decided I was going to try something new. And as any human knows, trying something new is usually the worst thing you can do until it's, until it's enjoyable, until it's good. But that, that trial period is often bad. What I did was there is a, a version of the Gold's Gym that is very close to my office. It's like a two or three minute walk. And I'd never been before because I'm like, oh, I'll go home first, make dinner, blah, blah, blah. So I go there. And so that means there's going to be new people. You go to the gym at the same time, same place all the time. You see the same people. You kind of know their routines. You stay out of the way, or at least I do, because um, I try to go at the same time. So on this day, going to a new place, different people right after work. I think a lot of people are kind of ornery. They're probably hungry. Um, so what happens is, is this guy is on the lat pull-down machine. For those of you unaware, it's a machine that helps you lift weights in a certain way that engages your lats, which are the back-ish muscles, and you pull down on a cable that is above your head. This is important because... Uh, 
the the gentleman at the lat pull down asked me to spot him on the lat pull down machine. Now Max made the same face that I made when he asked me to do it, which is what? <laughs> what was he doing this? No, no, he was it was above his head and he's pulling it down towards his shoulders. Well, I understand how the machine's supposed to work. I'm saying was he was he doing this and that's why he needed a spotter? Yeah. Was he putting it under himself? No, no, he understand. no, he wasn't. But so and I've discussed this with people afterwards about like what was I supposed to do? Was I supposed to help him bring it down because it's going to go up and he's just going to come out? And so I I'm like okay, and then I kind of do it. And at one point he gets after like two or three he gets frustrated and says, "Never mind," um, you know, kind of dismissively. But I got it because he is you know frustrated because he wanted my help and I wasn't able to give it to him. So I'm sorry this this week not for not for the bad help I gave. Like I'm obviously I'm sorry about that, but there's a bigger problem there, which is all I had to do was say I'm not sure what you want me to do or I don't know that I can do that. And I didn't do that. So I failed at communicating and trying to understand this other person and in turn they got frustrated and were probably hungry and needed a break after work and I didn't allow them to do that because I didn't do what I've learned to do for these 27 years, which is communicate with other humans. And so I'm, I'm sorry for that. Words are important. Words are important. <laughs> I found a YouTube video of a guy commenting on how to properly spot someone performing lat pull downs. No, no, no. The real question is, did you first find a YouTube video of someone talking about that video? Uh, the first thing I actually found was a recipe for chicken breasts. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Can you make it all right. while doing spotting the lat pull downs? All right, all right. Uh, I guess we should close out with a a big idea from pop culture, and uh, this week has seen the return of uh, one of HBO's tentpole shows. Uh, Westworld is back, and uh, that Ooh. is important for some people because they were devoted fans throughout season one and they were excited that season two was finally arriving. Uh, and it was important for me because binge mode, a podcast that I love and arguably the reason I finally started game of Thrones when I did, uh, they did two episodes on the first season of Westworld last week. And so I said, Oh, fuck it. I'll give this a shot. And if they did so a I, podcast about jumping off a cliff. Do you think he'd do it, Max? Yeah, you'd say, fuck it, I'll give this a shot. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, they did three episodes on Billions, and I haven't signed up for a trial of Showtime, so... <laughs> but that, that would involve an actual investment. <laughs> billions, in fact. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I watched the first few episodes. Um, I, I'm not... I'm not sure if I like it or not. Um, which... I mean, at this point, I'm almost four episodes in. I kind of, I kind of feel like I should know, and, and like the fact that I don't know is maybe a sign of how I feel about it. But I, uh, I, I want to keep watching it and and, and find out, um, and and you know, figure out if it grabs me enough that I want to, you know, watch it quickly and then start trying to catch up on season two. Um, but yeah, Westworld's back, uh, which sadly means that for the time being, Game of Thrones is still not back. Someday. Well, I will say that the thing about Westworld is I feel like it, at least the way you've talked about it, Max, I haven't watched it at all. Um, 
and Sean, you wouldn't necessarily have experienced this, but Max, I feel like it kind of breaks your your Game of Thrones rule. Not that they're necessarily spoilers or your interest in that, but you theorize about the show in a way that I think you dismiss with all other shows. And I'm not calling you a hypocrite, but it is very enjoyable to see you breaking your rules that you've set up for Game of Thrones uh, for for a show about... Um, what I seem to understand to be sex robots in the Wild West in a lab. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Well, I think part of it might be that Game of Thrones is based on books. So it's like, it's, it's written, it's a story, and they're basing it on that. Well, Westworld is based on a, uh, I guess, on a movie. It's based on an old movie. Yeah. R.I.P. Michael Crichton. Um,. So yeah, it's a uh, I, I found a new show, a new old show, as it were. Um, it's a good one. I will. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm saying that for the fans, in case they, you know. Well, would the fans know? No, the fans of our <laughs> podcast. Oh. Anyway, so uh, anybody have any parting thoughts that they want to chip in? Yeah, I mean, as a coastal elite, I got a ride for East World personally, but you know. As oh my will. god. All right. Never mind. Sorry I asked. <laughs> that is the end of the show. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at pretty okay pod or drop us a line at it's pretty okay at gmail.com if you want to let us know what you think. You can get this and every episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast along with those recipes that we mentioned at our home on the web at www.prettyokaypod.com. If that's not quite your speed, we have another option for you. We have a podcast feed that you can get most places that you listen. Apple Podcasts, uh, I believe, is chief among those. And uh, who knows? We may uh, we may have to figure out a, a way to try to get on SoundCloud. Um, but uh, if you do that, subscribe. You'll never miss an episode. It'll go straight to your device of choice. And uh, please do us a favor and... Leave us a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Um, or just tell a friend, you know, tell a friend about us if you think you know somebody who might like what we're doing. Yeah. We will be back again next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Bruce. Max. Thanks for listening. Bye.